0: Hello and welcome to The Littlest Podcast, a podcast about the Canadian television series The Littlest Hobo, in which myself and my friend Katie watch every single episode and then we talk about them one by one. Katie, I hate to probe you too much, but how you doing?
1: Ah, <laughs> oh, the puns have
0: started. <laughs> it's a, a veritable tempest
1: of puns. Uh, this is, is this what the recording's going to be like? Yep. I just
0: came out okay. of a two hour walk and I'm hopped up on adrenaline or whatever you produce when you walk.
1: I don't know. You have to ask those race walkers. Ed- how do they endorphins? feel?
0: Endorphins? I think it's endorphins.
1: I feel like, it, but then at some point it must just become like masochist pain. Yeah, you know? That's what I'm hopped up on. Masochist pain. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's pumping through my veins. This yeah. masochist pain. I got to put that in. Boop the snoot.
1: <laughs> it would be an excellent song, yeah. <laughs> song title <laughs>
0: but yeah you're you doing okay
1: I, i'm doing great it's been a busy-ish week compared to my last three months so that's exciting crazy i've had so much social interaction with people it's bananas you don't even need me anymore <laughs> <laughs> now you can go <laughs> yeah. here that's okay. it's all yours bye <laughs> Yeah, okay, i'm gonna go peace out now <laughs> it's gorgeous outside yeah <laughs> yeah but no it's been good has your week been, other than the two-hour walk?
0: Oh, it's <laughs> been fantastic. I've been walking all the time, as I'm sure we have discussed in the past. That's all I do now is walk. <laughs> yeah. I have lost a lot of muscle mass, and I've gained a little bit of fat. Um, but otherwise, my calves are amazing. I don't think at <laughs> any point in my life my calves have ever looked better than they do now, which means nothing, because nobody cares about what your calves look like. You just
1: got to go to the beach and just kind of pose the calves Yeah, out, like... like Captain
0: Morgan. Just like <laughs> just stretching yeah, them. Yeah, just and like like continuously <laughs> flexing. flexing up and down. <laughs> (laughs) like on my toes five foot eight five foot eleven five foot eight five foot eleven
1: so nonchalant about it like "Mm -hmm." i'll get those like
0: the old swim trunks that go to the knees so it's just my calves yes yeah like and like
1: only focus on yeah it
0: basically stops at the wrist it's like almost like a prison outfit it's just with like three quarter shorts
1: it could be a good look you could bring that trend back i can oil up
0: my calves what you doing hashtag in my calves (laughs)
1: Give him a nice wax so you can really tell. Oh, yeah. The wax ends
0: <laughs> at the knee, though.
1: Yeah. No. Who goes higher? <laughs>
0: yeah. You don't need to. <laughs>
1: really?
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. Anyways, today's episode. <laughs> yes. It's <laughs> called Tempest Probe, hence all mm-hmm. the terrible jokes at the beginning. It first aired October 27th, 1983. And the synopsis reads, a criminal steals and tries to sell a secret laser, which you and I read feels like years ago, and we were super excited, and I hope that the episode has lived up to your expectations.
1: Yes and no. Okay. Well, this is a- mixed bag. This is a
0: Christine Foster uh, episode, so Christine Foster alert. I don't think we ever made a sound for that, but- uh, yeah. I'll put I'll put <laughs> a I'll, I'll put a sound in here we'll have nothing to do with anything
1: <laughs> No.
0: but yeah we're let's let's get right into this yeah this is an episode just chock full of doggy cam there is so much doggy cam in this episode so
1: now I had a question I know we haven't even gotten into the episode but I was thinking about this while watching it cameraman on his hands and knees or actual dog with camera Ooh. or both <laughs> I
0: think they do it both to see who does it better
1: Make them compete?
0: Yeah, I think that's what it is. They're competing.
1: <laughs> yeah, who wins?
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, Jerry lost to the dog again. Again. Everyone's placing uh, bets.
1: He wears the cone of shame. Yeah,
0: the, the man wears the cone of shame. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, I spilled some of my beer. It's going to be in there forever.
1: Uh, it's going to start smelling. Just it about. <laughs> yeah, he's trying to, like, flip it into his mouth. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 <Ew. laughs> yeah. <Ew. laughs> All right, we're gonna. Anyways, I was wondering that through the whole episode. Well,
0: we're gonna we're gonna start this episode. We are in uh, Prospero's parlor, is what I'm calling it. Let me just set the scene because I I imagine that most people who are listening to this have already seen the episode. But sometimes it's nice to just explain to that one person (laughs) who has not seen the episode what we're looking at here. So we got three people sitting in chairs. They're Mm -hmm. in a uh, very large but dimly lit room. And this room is surrounded by the weirdest props <laughs> that you can like you can imagine. Um, they are watching a man in the shadows play a piano, and while he's playing the piano, he is also talking to them. Items in this room include a gigantic brass tea kettle, a giant wooden trunk, several lit candles, female busts with like wraps around their breasts red and purple stars a jukebox a top half of a clown a golden stallion sculpture a space themed <laughs> pinball machine a painted spotlight and a gigantic prospero masters of illusion stand at that's like at the front <laughs> of the room it's like an old shakespearean illustration that's
1: it's on like a little mini stage <laughs> yes it's like <laughs> yeah. nine
0: feet tall that that is this room it's like mr Dressup's tickle trunk had a bad night out and just like vomited <laughs> all over the set It's incredible. Absolutely. Absolutely superb.
1: It is like they just raided their prop closet of all the old things. Yeah. Yeah, put that.
0: We're like people at home, like people who worked on the set. We're like, oh man, yeah, I totally have this like these 15 (laughs) female busts we can bring in.
1: Don't ask why. Yeah. I don't know about this guy. (laughs) It is a very strange room and they're very strange people. Yes. And this is a very strange episode.
0: I wouldn't say it's a zany episode. Um I think maybe that's the word Brad might have used when he emailed mm-hmm. in. I, I'm not sure, but it it is just it's just weird.
1: It seems like they're going for the James Bond, like, Moonraker vibe. Yeah. It's a very
0: distinct <laughs> niche they're going for with this episode. And and yeah. I guess we'll have to decide at the end whether they whether they capture it or not.
1: Yes we will. <laughs> okay.
0: So the man at the piano has a very deep voice, and uh, he says, uh, this is a direct quote, he says, today man will challenge the most sophisticated technology with the help of a dog. Um, uh Uh-oh, I've lost Katie. (laughs) I'm just sitting in the expanse now. Well, while we wait for Katie to reconnect, I think I already sang you a song. Maybe I'll put in a little piece of Boop the Snoot, (laughs) the rap track I am currently working on. Just the instrumental part, you won't have to listen to me actually rap. Um, Maybe I'll just put it in here. we go okay
1: <laughs> a little technical difficulties yeah it's been it's been a fun three months we're learning we're <laughs> learning
0: so much about technology as we do this
1: <laughs> yes we are
0: um so uh
1: you were talking about the man at the piano with the deep voice okay
0: yes man at the piano with a deep voice his name we find out is prospero and um he's telling the people that they're gonna challenge the most sophisticated technology with the help of a dog and the big giant like prospero master of illusions slides open to reveal uh, tube television, which, cool. it's um, cool. And uh, on it, we're gonna see doggy cam. And we find out this doggy cam belongs to a dog named Ariel. You're gonna find out very, very quickly that there is a Tempest theme throughout this. Of course, William Shakespeare's The Tempest, and that Prospero, of course, is named after Prospero. Ariel, who is the dog, is the sprite from The Tempest. And later on, we're gonna meet Caliban, who is, of course, Prospero's um, sort of quote-unquote savage servant who, who secretly hates him. Um, <laughs> yeah. And it took me until the second viewing to realize that Tempest Probe actually has the word Tempest in it. I don't know why I never <laughs> even clued into <it> that.
1: <laughs> just went right over, just like... Boop. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of
0: course, the Hamlet Probe.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that would be a great sci-fi movie, P.S.
0: The Hamlet Somebody probe? Yeah.
1: I don't know what the plot would be at all, but I want to see it.
0: It would be the probe uh, having an existential <laughs> crisis because yeah. one of the other probes uh, fell into orbit and burned up. And then the probe that that probe was with ended up joining another probe in like orbit. <laughs> and then the Hamlet probes have a tough time. <laughs>
1: yeah. Just super indecisive, can't make yeah. up his mind. And
0: then the Ophelia probe eventually... like doesn't go to orbit but goes all crazy and then people can't get their hbo anymore
1: i like it <laughs> then there's two probes just off by themselves just kind of commentating yeah that's right <laughs> on everything they got sent
0: they got sent to the moon
1: yeah <laughs> so
0: yes uh ariel is a dog ariel has been set up with a transponder and like a tiny little camera which i firmly believe didn't exist in 1983 not to that capabilities but we're <laughs> We're just gonna we're gonna let it fly. And
1: Have you? I just said it for a second. Yeah. Have you seen the movie Up? Yes. Do these just Ariel not remind you of the dogs from Up, <laughs> with their collars? Oh yeah, the that's right. <laughs> that are being controlled yep. by like an evil old man. That's what this is. <laughs> it's totally what this is. Oh. So, Ariel is a dog from Up. Yep. That's all you need to know. My master
0: made me this collar. He is a good and smart master, and he made me this collar so that I may
1: talk. Squirrel! <laughs> so they haven't Ar- learned to talk yet, but... <laughs> working
0: on it. Well, is going to talk for Ariel, because this rig that Ariel's wearing has a camera that transponds back, and then also a speaker box where Prospero can issue commands. <laughs> uh, Ariel <laughs> walks out up to this guy who is a security officer basically in downtown toronto <laughs> and prospero through Ariel's speaker is like hey we're robbing you <laughs> there's a sniper on the roof give me that bag of money you're walking with and the guard's like yeah all right gives him the money <laughs> gives the yeah. dog the money um <laughs> yeah. and then hits the deck i don't know what else that security guard could have done but also who is giving a security guard in downtown toronto thirty five thousand dollars in a bag <laughs> To like, it says
1: Bank of Canada.
0: Yeah, didn't even disguise <laughs> it. Put it in the lunchbox.
1: Right. Nope. Just strutting down the street with a Bank of Canada. Yep. Just like a Monopoly bag full of money. You're
0: just asking to be robbed. <laughs> so, yeah, Ariel has succeeded in stealing this security guard's money. So, Ariel <laughs> takes the money and the Hobo just like rules up and decides to follow him and tries to take the bag, but it doesn't work. Prospero's like, hey, looks like Ariel's made a friend. Um, the footage that. The people in Prospero's parlor is watching doesn't actually match up to what's happening on the street. But that's okay.
1: Who would notice that? <laughs>
0: Maybe they have a different signal. Maybe like they're like one channel away from watching that Whippet race from a couple episodes ago.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's like they've they've done this a few times, this few trial runs with Ariel, and he's yeah. just showing them the best one. Yeah,
0: that's right. Yeah. <laughs> so Hobo is chasing Ariel, Ariel gets into like this back alley. Hobo comes around and Ariel has managed to disappear somehow. Which every time that happens, I always think of Batman. So I just I can just imagine Ariel with like a grappling hook on his back that like shoots up into like a into like a fire escape, and he's just like grappled up without knowing what's happening.
1: The dog is just super frightened. Like what the? <laughs> Not again. Why does this keep happening to me?
0: So the man is speaking. He's playing his little piano. This other gentleman comes out, and we're gonna. This is Caliban. Mm-hmm. Caliban is a thinner gentleman. Um, He doesn't say anything, but he comes out and he like, he pours everyone some tea uh, as they're waiting for Ariel to triumphantly return. The people in the chairs take this moment to like talk about the last time that they met. And these three people we should probably meet now. Um, I had to piece together their names because they're not all on IMDB. So they are Mr. Kodomo. um, Mm -hmm. And I actually looked up where their last names are most prevalent because each one of these people is... Presumably representing a small country that has an interest in buying what we're going to find out later is a black market laser capable of a lot of destruction and surveillance. Mm -hmm. So Mr. Kodomo, that last name is most prevalent in Zimbabwe. So and that sort of fits who he is. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's Mr. Varinsky and his name is most prevalent in Belarus. So I okay. suppose that yep. is possible. <laughs> and then we have mm-hmm. Mrs. Hagamon and I couldn't really find <laughs> that name. It actually was most prevalent in America, but I yeah. don't think she's American cuz she has either a a German or a Russian accent. It kind of slides around a little bit. It, I thought maybe
1: Polish.
0: Yeah, I Some I have,
1: Eastern European
0: I have here Germany and Austria would be my prime guesses. But anyways, that's generally where these people are from. It's not terribly important, but it kind of helps us figure out who's saying what. Yeah. Um, So Kodomo takes a moment to complain that the last time they met, he (laughs) bought what he calls a subatomic submarine.
1: What Um, is that?
0: I... (laughs) don't know a tiny (laughs) tiny submarine
1: two million over market value for one somewhat subatomic submarine
0: (laughs) what is this a submarine for
1: ants (laughs) well he paid a lot for it if you paid over two million over what it's worth yeah (laughs) or whatever he said i don't know paid a lot of money for that tiny tiny sub yeah (laughs) (laughs) maybe it's like one of those like what is it fantastic voyage subs that goes in someone's body Oh,
0: (laughs) I don't like the sound of that at all. (laughs) No, (laughs) It's like an Osmosis Jones thing.
1: Um, Wow. What a reference.
0: (laughs) Yep. Nicely done. (laughs) Thank you. There is a giant tickle trunk, presumably once belonging to Mr. Dress Up, sitting on the stage and Ariel pops out of the trunk. It's a (laughs) great magic trick outside a hobo is searching around and he finds an open level basement metal swinging doggy door
1: <laughs> so convenient what your house didn't have one of those
0: i think that's the only one in existence like
1: <laughs> they looked so hard to find that <laughs>
0: yeah somebody somebody custom made that somebody on set <laughs> yes, custom made that
1: definitely <laughs>
0: mrs hagemon takes a moment while they're all sitting there to say your coffee is inferior as usual prospero your coffee is as usual, Prospero. And I could just imagine Prospero being like, How dare you?
1: You're <laughs> right. He's like trying to keep cool because his whole demeanor is like being calm and cool, but like, You insult my coffee. You,
0: you make fun of my submarines. I don't see anything. You cast doubts about my dog. I don't see anything. But if you say anything about my coffee, it throws the piano, the entire piano.
1: He just kicks them all out. Yep. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> you come into my house? Yeah. I complain about, <laughs> my, about coffee? my coffee. <laughs>
0: That's Folgers, alright. <laughs> I paid the extra two bucks. I could have got the no name, but I didn't.
1: I got the premium. <laughs> the premium
0: folgers. Yeah. <laughs> um Kodomo Kodomo is a very doubting person. He has doubts about the plan, so Prospero explains it, Ariel is gonna steal something from a base nearby and that is generally now that we are 20 minutes into this episode (laughs) what the plot of this whole thing is (laughs) Um, we
1: finally got there
0: yeah prospero is gonna send ariel the dog into a nearby military base to steal a piece of the tempest probe not the whole probe because the probe is too big it's a giant satellite but they're going to steal basically the motherboard for it because with the motherboard you could reverse engineer the whole probe, which is pretty nifty. Uh, Kodomo, Good plan. Is, yeah, it's it's kind of neat. This is your James Bond thing, yeah. except with a dog and not a cool <laughs> guy who you know slides around ducks and and uses has a watch that's also a laser and stuff.
1: Well, you can't have everything.
0: Maybe the dog has a watch that's a laser. We don't see.
1: <laughs> it's on his collar somewhere.
0: I like to think of it on his wrist. Where he like actually can't see it because he's a dog <laughs> yeah. he has to like stretch all the way out like all the way out to like see his watch he has to basically lay down
1: yeah, i was gonna say he has to lie down. They
0: like try and angle it up
1: <laughs> just stop moving
0: <laughs> yeah. so kodomo's like hey what happens if your dog gets caught and prospero's like oh there's a cyanide needle in the collar that will kill the dog instantly if the trans- transmitter is disabled which, spoiler alert, plays no part at all in this entire episode, but is a really neat thing that Christine <laughs> Foster actually thought of. Uh, yes. So kudos <laughs> kudos to her for thinking of that.
1: And for having somebody ask that question, because you would ask that question. <laughs>
0: yes. Yeah, you absolutely would. And it also shows that Prospero is, is very smart, except yes. that the hobo has snuck into their... <laughs> their little parlor but that's only a momentary problem because prospero actually says hey caliban where's ariel in the trunk well then that's not ariel better (laughs) lock that dog up and they do they catch the hobo in a cage
1: just done and done
0: (laughs) so caliban meanwhile has set up a laser to blow up a teacup just to show that they have a laser i
1: guess (laughs) i guess just to show the power of lasers i didn't quite get it but it looked cool (laughs) This
0: Prospero, we should say, uh, the man who is playing Prospero, and we'll have more to say that at the about that at the end of the episode. His name is Chris Britton, and I looked him up, and uh, you may know him as the voice of the drive-through machine in Maximum Overdrive,
1: <laughs> <laughs> or you may role.
0: not. Yeah, I know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he does have the voice of like a voice actor. Yes, he his is voice an, is like an I don't know. Just think voice. about it.
0: Yeah, I think I would have preferred to have our old friend, whose name I can't recall at the moment, who play who was on the Dolphin Seven, and like our hypnotist guy. guy? Yeah, Yeah. I would have liked to have him in as Prospero, but it's cool. I'm okay with this guy. Um, I I think he comes back in a later episode, so we'll see more of him (laughs) down the road. See what Um, else he can do. (laughs) Yeah, but he is the voice of the drive-through machine in Maximum Overdrive, (laughs) which I don't remember at all. Nope. Uh, All I remember with that movie is that a soda machine kills basically an entire junior baseball team at one point (laughs) by launching full cans of Coke at them and killing them all with them.
1: Wow, what a way to go.
0: Yeah, like a machine gun, but it's a Coke machine.
1: (laughs) Yeah. How did your son die?
0: Oh, I don't want to talk about it.
1: (laughs) Every time I see a can of Coke, I just freak out.
0: Yeah, that's like the guy goes into the restaurant. like (laughs) You have something to drink? Uh, Pepsi, Is Coke okay? And it's just dead (laughs) silence and everyone... All of his family and friends they all tense up it's like 15 seconds of and his eye starts twitching and everyone starts sweating and he's like no coke is not okay
1: just gets up and leaves (laughs)
0: yep then the credits roll it's a it's a 30 second short
1: but it's very impactful (laughs) yeah it's
0: the sequel to maximum overdrive that would probably actually be better than maximum overdrive
1: definitely would be (laughs) a
0: movie that Stephen King doesn't remember making so
1: he was high on coke
0: (laughs) yes he was (laughs) unlike those kids they were brought low on coke (laughs) Um, so anyways (laughs) hobo (laughs) hobo is caught yep prospero explains what the satellite is he's like basically tempest probes the satellite's got an infrared camera you can see military installations um, it can also launch a little probe that can penetrate anything, including the Earth's crust. So it's surveillance, and then it has a weapon attached to it, presumably single use, but still pretty devastating. They can, mm. like, blow up those, in- those facilities that you don't <laughs> want to have around yeah. your country. Ariel is going to go in and steal the memory circuit or basically the motherboard for the thing uh prosper was like all right let's get this show on the road <laughs> caliban i want you to dispose of the hobo in the most humanely way possible so happy piano music starts up and can, caliban- we
1: talk, can we talk about the music though oh sure <laughs> because spoiler alert i kind of enjoyed this episode christine foster does not let us down i can't stand whoever chose this music i mean i get it they're in like a old-timey musician or magician's place or whatever. It's like Scott Joplin ragtime tunes. Oh man, I have In not this, thought like, of
0: Scott Joplin
1: forever. <laughs> right? It's like the maple leaf rag over James Bond. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly it's to, what it is. It's supposed to be so tense and like intense and like all this like stuff is going on and then you have this ragtime music playing over it as they aim a laser at the hobo. Yeah. <laughs> Why?
0: It's Tarantino before Tarantino, okay? You get this guy listen to Steelers Wheel with a razor blade cutting a dude's ear off. This is way better. This is um a dog getting shot at with a laser set to ragtime music. <laughs> it's so
1: it just every time it happened it just took me so out of it and I was like, I just wanna punch whoever is the music director for this episode. <laughs>
0: Well they I'm might sure. still they might still be alive.
1: <laughs> That's true. I have questions. why uh, anyways ragtime music laser pointed at the hobo.
0: <laughs> yeah so hobo's in this cage uh, in Ariel's like little pen cage Caliban points a laser at him and uh, makes the classic villain mistake of not watching what happens It's a very Austin <laughs> Powers thing where Dr. Evil and his son are yeah. like they've got Austin powers and I can't think of her name at the moment. Elizabeth Hurley yeah and they're like tied up and and his son's like are you even gonna even watch him die and he's like no that's part of the game is that I always set him up in this situation I never watch it yeah. and uh we all know what happens the hobo just unlocks the cage and waltzes right out and the laser 100% misses him
1: yep not surprising at all
0: everyone returns and Prospero's like oh looks like we have an issue that dog escaped and Kodome was like yeah we should have used him for the mission and Prospero's like, this mission does not require intelligence, just <laughs> obedience. This
1: mission does not require intelligence, just obedience.
0: Which I'm pretty sure is Lily from the Loneliest Day of the Week. That's her Tinder profile.
1: <laughs> yes, that is exactly what she has written in a pretty font. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: She's got it. Yeah, she's like knitted it or what do you call it? Cross-stitch. Cross-stitched.
1: Cross-stitched. She's got yeah. it
0: cross-stitched above her bed. <laughs> yeah. This mission does not require intelligence, just <laughs> obedience. obedience. Oh, man. Oh, I miss Lily. Yeah, yeah me too. <laughs> so we're gonna go to the craziest part of this episode.
1: <laughs> this, not to spoil anything, and maybe I'm jumping ahead a little too much. It feels like somebody was filming an '80s glam music video. It's craftwork.
0: This is craftwork and Devo. <laughs> that that's yes. what this is. It's a Venn yes. diagram, and it's craftwork on the right, Devo <laughs> on the left, and right in the middle is this episode. Yeah, and
1: they just like stole the set and extras. The band! The freaking band is
0: there! That's Devo! (laughs)
1: Like, that is what this whole next sequence is. Just picture that in your head.
0: (laughs) Yes. It's so 80s, it hurts. It's so
1: 80s. (laughs) I could spend a whole hour of this podcast just talking about the outfits of the guards. (laughs) Their whole look. (laughs) Like... (laughs) that orange hideous jumpsuit with like oh. military epaulettes yeah
0: and the little ropes <laughs> like the naval ropes around the <laughs> yes. shoulder and they've got these tiny little square Sun- sunglasses. sunglasses we're so okay so we're at the military compound and as yes, you sorry. can guess it is guarded by devo and craft they're yes. working together very
1: intimidating yes
0: they're all i don't i didn't see any women i don't nope. believe it's all men in but there are orange. lots
1: of flowing blocks oh lots yes <laughs>
0: wicked hair um, they're in giant orange jumpers. They have like military-style <laughs> shoulders and these yeah. little square sunglasses, like Elton John sunglasses. <laughs> they kind of look like they should be in the Matrix, like yes. those. That's yeah. like a Agent Smith glasses. Anyways, yeah. um, some sweet hair. Yeah, they're driving around. They got a, a secret car, uh, which Mike tells me is a Pontiac Firebird Trans Am. Um, and the commercial for it is just as 80s as this, this episode is. It's all like neon purple drawn grid lines and like a person driving through like Tron? cyberspace. Like, yeah, Tron. It's like. Um, also, in keeping with our key party uh, hypothesis, do you, do you want to know what the slogan for Pontiac was? Hit me with it Pontiac, we build excitement. Pontiac, we build excitement.
1: <laughs> Not as quite as good as the other ones, but definitely still questionable. <laughs>
0: They're building up to it. I'm sure the slogan yeah. after it is something.
1: There's some. There's like three dots. The ellipses. It's gonna be like
0: Pontiac. <laughs> we build excitement. Pontiac. You'll explode at our touch. <laughs> it's like oh, you nailed it. I didn't yeah. think you'd stick Beautiful. the landing, Pontiac, but <laughs> <Yeah>. you did.
1: <laughs> I was worried in the first half, but that yeah, you half. had us. You had us in the first. um
0: <laughs> So, anyways this this whole this whole area is nuts. <laughs> Ariel shows up. There's just like orange security guards, <laughs> singing whip it and like <laughs> running around. Strutting around. Um, she. He, I keep saying she. It's a he. Um, I'm just used to Ariel being a, a woman's name. But I Ariel just want is, Ariel
1: to just be on a rock with some waves crashing. Yeah,
0: beautiful, <laughs> <hair flowing>. majestic. <laughs> yeah. Trying to check his watch. <laughs> yeah. The waves are like. He's like, come on. It's not waterproof. <laughs> Prospero's going to kill me, literally, if I lose connection.
1: Yeah.
0: You think I don't know about the cyanide, but I do.
1: I'm obedient and intelligent.
0: Yeah. Why did Prospero make me like this? Yeah. I could have had my own show.
1: I'm always second fiddle to that stupid hobo. The littlest Ariel. Right. Aww.
0: I'd watch a spinoff. Me too. <laughs> Not a lot of it, but at least like two episodes.
1: For sure. For sure. Especially
0: if it was like Ariel and, and Devo, <laughs> the craftwork. They're all working I together.
1: watch that. They have their own little hideout underneath yeah. their recording studio.
0: Oh, man. They have their own van. They could be like Scooby-Doo, but it's just Devo and Ariel solving crimes.
1: <laughs> I would so watch that. <laughs> That'd be great. Yes. <laughs> and like
0: at the end of the episode, they have to use a catchphrase based on a popular song that they played. <laughs> So they're like, oh, man, we caught the criminal, but the mastermind got away. And they could be like, hi, oh, you know, we just can't get no satisfaction. And then the song could play.
1: Hey,
0: hey, hey. I'd watch about six episodes of that. Sign me up.
1: I, I was going I'd give that a solid run.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, anyways. So Ariel, like, throws a shrub aside and goes under the fence That's how Ariel gets in. That's the mastermind very high tech. (laughs) Yeah. Hobo also breaks in as well and uh, hitches a ride on the back of an easy go golf cart.
1: Apparently they Um, have gardeners or something at this place.
0: (laughs) No, I think everyone just rides these golf carts. (laughs) He looks Um, like a gardener.
1: (laughs) Yeah. yeah.
0: (laughs) He's like, I'll just tour into the facility for a while. You know, get get those indoor shrubs up to snuff. (laughs)
1: You got to keep them happy. Plants make people happy.
0: (laughs) Ariel has like snuck into the facility because Prospero has told him when to go and when to not. Hobo just like catches up 100% to Ariel by riding (laughs) on the back of this easy go golf cart. There is a pretty sweet, we should take a moment to admire this. This There's a great shot. It's a mirror shot. It's one of those like, bendable corner mirrors like the circular ones and you see both dogs in it in the hallway (laughs) it looks like something out of like early 90s late 80s rap (laughs) fisheye skater kind of thing it's it's a pretty sweet shot uh kudos to them for 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 pulling it off
1: it's pretty Um, good
0: (laughs) we're gonna go to what i'm calling the blue science lab unless of course it's purple but if it's purple you need to let me know now
1: (laughs) because it's blue (laughs) it's it's blue okay (laughs) all right
0: blue science lab so this is The most sciency science lab for technology I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. Uh, There is a satellite spinning in the middle of it, and every time it spins, it makes a vroom vroom sound. And it's just constantly going, womp, 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 which I really appreciate. Yeah. I like to think that that satellite spinning is not actually doing anything. It's just making the noise because uh, <laughs> it's like white noise for the programmer man who's inside and it calms him down.
1: <laughs> yeah. He's stuck inside this box for like four days straight. So they're like, yeah. well, we'll give him something.
0: <laughs> give him something. We could have given him some shrubs, but.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nah, he gets <laughs> a womp womp sound.
0: <laughs> yeah. Programmer man also has an easy go golf cart. Which I, leads me to believe that everyone is just lazy as hell at this place. They are not yes. walking anywhere. So as Hobo and Ariel are watching, Programmer Man gets called away for a routine check. Um, I do like that it is a routine check. It means that they're taking lice very seriously in this building. Uh, every day he goes for a lice check. <laughs> yeah. Nobody's got lice. No lice in Devo. Craftwork no. not about that lice life.
1: <laughs> they take their hair very seriously.
0: Yeah, very seriously. If there's any lice, they're going to whip it.
1: Whip it real good. No, that song's going to be in my Yeah, head. I know. It's stuck in my head,
0: too. <laughs> Anyways, programmer man goes for his lice check. Ariel sneaks in and grabs a gigantic chip out of it's a machine. So and it has a very satisfying boop when it gets removed.
1: <laughs> yes. which
0: I like to think somebody in that like universe actually programmed in.
1: Absolutely. Yep. <laughs> like, you could just take it out. But that's not as satisfying. <laughs> no,
0: we wanted to make a boop sound. <laughs> yeah. So a neon gate an alarm goes off. A neon gate starts to like close on either side of the building. Ariel gets out. Hobo runs in, and then is trapped inside. <laughs> so now Hobo's in a giant neon gate, weird blue room <laughs> that he can't so get out of. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's okay because little did you know, and little did I know, that every easy go golf cart is also a tank.
1: That is true. Did not know that until this this episode. Yeah, <laughs>
0: homo you get me one of those. Starts the thing and like gets it in reverse, and it bursts through the door like it hits that thing it as cold-doses. if it hit it at like forty k an hour. But there, there's only like four feet of space, which there's means no that run-up. that thing's got like so much torque to it, like. <laughs>
1: It launched. Yeah, launched into it.
0: The nitro <laughs> shot out the front of it. Like it.
1: Yeah. These are going to be used in the next Fast and Furious movie.
0: I was going to say this is Vin Diesel's <laughs> golf cart. Yeah, there is uh, another amazing shot of three guards. This is oh. an
1: art shot. <laughs> this is what made me go music video.
0: Yes, it's three guards from the side. They're all in profile. And every single, all three of them on cue, turn their heads one at a time <laughs> to look directly at the camera.
1: It's beautiful. It is. so beautiful. <laughs> it's a gorgeous
0: shot. Um, need to turn alarm- that into a gif. <laughs> I will. Remind me, I will. 100%. <laughs> so the alarm's going off. Ariel has escaped. He makes it all the way back to Prospero and pops out of the little trunk. And Caliban comes over and takes the chip and puts it on display so that they can start like Start auctioning on it. So Hobo is actually trapped, kind of, by two guards and the Programmer Man back in the lab. He does not make it out. (laughs) And to Kraftwerk's credit,
1: they don't shoot him on sight. They do not. They must be animal lovers.
0: (laughs) Programmer Man instantly realizes, though, that they've been infiltrated. And now they'll have to call the RCMP. And I love (laughs) how forward he is. He's like, yep, well, we've been infiltrated. Call up the Mounties.
1: (laughs) Yeah like hmm, do the military and the mounties like each other that much <laughs>
0: I, in this case i, I suppose. guess so. maybe it's like an rcmp satellite that's what they're yes. gonna send up the <laughs> they tempest have their- probe is like it's like a yeah specifically an rcmp they're trying to find <laughs> illegal maple syrup they're trying to find those people who
1: stole that maple syrup in quebec yeah, yeah. What, the great maple syrup heist when yeah. was that
0: <laughs> it's about 10 i think about 10 years ago 10 years ago
1: yeah
0: at prospero's parlor the bidding starts at five million dollars and like it escalates very quickly because Prospero just rips apart everyone who bids low. He's I've been to a lot of auctions and I've never seen an auctioneer do this where they're just like five million, insulting. How dare you?
1: I was gonna say normally at an auction, don't they pick a price to start at that would be like an acceptable? Like we don't want it this low, but
0: a reserve. If a we reserve bid. Yes. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, he starts let at no pick. reserve. <laughs> yep. Yeah.
0: That's how you end up selling a deadly RCMP laser for $18.
1: Right. No one else? No one? Come on, no guys. One? My
0: dog stole this. Come on. <laughs> His the dog food camera. costs more but than it's... that. Yeah. Ariel's got to eat. At least give me 30
1: <laughs> Right. Come on. <laughs> so,
0: Kodomo gets a little upset, and he tries to approach Prospero, but the laser goes off <laughs> yeah. and blows up a candlestick, I'm pretty sure.
1: I think so, yeah. I think that's what yeah. it
0: was. Yeah. So hobo just like rolls in the middle of the, this auction presumably has been going on for about 2
1: minutes ish. Yeah, not long at all. Just like
0: Ariel showed up. They put the thing on the stand, the little the little motherboard. Mm-hmm. Everyone's been at the most it's been 5 minutes. Yeah. Hobo is there now. It just like <laughs> Prospero's base
1: has to be literally right next door to this military base.
0: Yeah, he, he does say earlier that it's within a mile, I think, of the mm. base itself.
1: But that's still, still. pretty
0: fast. Yeah. What's more strange is what happens next. Because yes. Hobo shows up, he immediately goes over to Prospero, knocks Prospero right over, <laughs> and yeah. wouldn't you know it, Prospero is a dummy. Just a rotating <laughs> dummy. Twist. <laughs> the piano is an automatic piano, like you see in like Westworld, like old timey westerns mm-hmm. that plays off a piece of paper. I don't know what yeah, that is. Yeah, with the holes in
1: it or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I'm mm. not sure
0: what that's made out of. But, anyways, uh, for whatever reason, the piano does that weird piano stop. It's thing. like he
1: programmed this weird, like, stop. Into his sheet music or whatever that thing is.
0: Yeah, it's it, because there's no way the dummy was doing anything to keep that. It's not like there was a pump underneath no. to like, you know what I mean. So <laughs> I, yeah, whatever, whatever. We'll go with whatever. It. Yeah, it was cool. We can we've we've rolled with stranger things than that. Yes, Caliban tries to flee because now we realize that Caliban is Prospero. They are mm-hmm. one and the same. Yep. They are also the drive-through machine in Maximum Overdrive. <laughs> um, he picks up the circuit board and tries to run but hobo and the rcmp we guess because they're not a uniform nope uh, uh, they're already there yeah this is where it's weird because how were the rcmp like right there at the like how did they get there so fast how did they circle the building so fast
1: i have many questions i'm assuming they used hobo's magic tunnel
0: <laughs> oh god they're all scarred for life <laughs> so then.
1: scarred because uh, somehow yes hobo communicated with the people in the lab yes and then the rcmp And then made it to Prospero's and had a plan in place about how to catch him.
0: In under five minutes. (laughs) Yeah. All right. We'll roll with it. Sure. Um, The best part of this whole sequence is that Caliban talks into a microphone (laughs) the entire time. He literally is like, well, there's some police officers coming this way. I guess I'd better looks like the show might be canceled and he like picks up the thing he's like oh change of plans he's like talking into the microphone as he's being surrounded by police officers
1: he's got a flair for the dramatics you know yeah
0: i like him i like him as a character i I, too. i don't think he's coming back as a character but i would not be opposed to it
1: me neither yeah
0: so that that wraps up the scene we're gonna fade out (laughs) we're gonna fade in there's a detective who is very calmly talking to Caliban. Yeah. Uh, that he's saying you've been you're wanted in three continents, and Caliban's like, actually, it's four. Thank you. <laughs> Caliban says he's he's actually quite happy that Ariel won't be destroyed. The RCMP is like, yeah, we're gonna train him. If you know, if he could work for you, he can work for us.
1: My so- thought was maybe this is Caliban's plan all along. Is he's like programmed Ariel to be like a spy on the inside oh that'd be great right
0: that's the show i want i yeah. want the rcmp but it's devo and Craftwork. yeah working with ariel and ariel the whole whole season is is ariel a double agent or is he playing it straight we don't know who's where do his alliances where do they lie exactly who at does some ariel point, answer to
1: he's gonna have like a real conflict at some point because he started to like his new team set yeah. to Craftwork. <laughs> yeah
0: they're doing the soundtrack. Like, there's no way you bring them on and you don't do the soundtrack.
1: 100%. Yeah. 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 It'll be the bestseller. Yep. Yeah.
0: I, again, I would watch that.
1: Me too. I want it to be on, like, HBO or something like Flight of the Concords. Yeah. That's
0: right. Also, so it can have an R rating. Because, like, yeah. Ariel's, like, just decimating people with the laser. Ariel's got the laser on his back.
1: Yeah. Just blowing them up left, right, and center. Yeah.
0: yeah. It's like scanners where the head explodes.
1: Yeah. Every episode. (laughs) Every
0: episode, somebody has to explode. Yeah. Um, So Caliban says, uh, do you know what my mistake was? And there's a shot of the detective where it looks like he's actually thinking about it for a second. <laughs> <Yeah>. He's like, <laughs> he's into <"Aw."> this conversation. <laughs> yeah. He's very invested for some reason. Yeah. Caliban explains that his mistake was not using the hobo, <laughs> which we all know is impossible because the hobo never would have stood that like, wouldn't have <laughs> no. stolen the laser. <laughs> um, if anything, he would have just gone in there to like help programmer man who seems like he's a little bit down.
1: Yeah. Been like, oh, he's been stuck been, like, in this I'll... room for a long time.
0: <laughs> yeah. He's going to realize his dream of being a ballet dancer.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Watches YouTube videos of Top Cop Charlie all the time. <laughs> yep.
0: <laughs> Man, that is a long, long. After I remember that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brain. Top cop Charlie.
0: His <laughs> ballet dreams. <laughs> yeah. So Caliban says to Hobo, until we meet again, my friend, Hobo says absolutely nothing, <laughs> of course. And yeah. then Caliban goes, touche. <laughs> and that's the end of the episode. <laughs> and scene. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what Hobo said back to him but I'm sure it was nothing that we could put in this episode Absolutely, keep a PG not. rating. <laughs> no. How do you feel about Tempest Probe?
1: I generally, I liked it. It was definitely a very weird episode, but I expect nothing less from Christine Foster. Yeah. <laughs> There's a little too much of, like, nothing happening, uh, going a, through hallways the, and, like...
0: Yeah, I think I could have used, like either more prospero mm-hmm. or more crazy like 80s yes. devo craft work guys <laughs> doing stuff like more of like a cat and mouse game
1: i would have liked if there's one guard in that building who catches on and is trying to catch the hobo and ariel and they're yeah. having like a little like diehard situation in the building you know
0: that'd be yeah <laughs> um
1: i also it, despised the music
0: the happy piano music
1: <laughs> could not stand it it ruined the whole vibe that's how i felt about this episode
0: <laughs> okay, I'm going to make it our new opening and ending theme. It's just a like happy piano music. <laughs> no.
1: I think I <laughs> might be triggered because I'll play it for you sometime. I worked, again, I know I bring this up a lot, at Disney World in the Canada Pavilion.
0: You they worked play, at Disney
1: World? I know. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> they play the same eight instrumental songs on a loop. And I worked 11-hour shifts for two <laughs> oh. years.
0: But each song Cheers. is like eight hours long, right?
1: Of course, of course. Yeah, yeah. super long. And several of them are of the jaunty ragtime vibe.
0: Oh, boy. <laughs>
1: so I think I'm just trickered <laughs> 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 Because that is a long time to listen to the same eight songs that are no yeah. good over and oh, over again.
0: <laughs> I think you would hear them in your sleep.
1: I, I can hear them in That'd my be... sleep. Just, they're in oh, my brain. Bah. I know you can find a YouTube video of them. It's so bad. It's so bad
0: um yeah this this episode was was weird it's hard i don't think we really encapsulated how weird this episode is but it might be worthwhile if you if you want to pop on youtube it just like skim through it a little bit <laughs> yeah it's it's i mean we've seen stranger than this for sure but yeah. this one is just its own sort of special blend of james bond and i think brad said platinum blonde and like a couple of it's just a very strange mix that uh, you really should check it out if you yeah. if you get a chance. Um, speaking of Brad, I have a Brad fact. He says the research facility is the Ross Building, which we've already seen at York University. Again, uh, where Doctor <laughs> Professor Man was. <laughs> yeah. And the alleyway is the same one from the hero, which I actually thought I recognized before. <laughs> I, re- I was like, I think I've seen this before. This is the same same one where those two guys had their dog smuggling breeding Van thing going on. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you have a hobo harm rating
1: uh i said zero because he doesn't do anything particularly dangerous in this episode
0: i agree zero (laughs) for me as well what is what is your hobo fight
1: so i said caliban slash prospero because he's both in this yes uh, versus the steven merchant character caliban from logan
0: (laughs) oh oh i don't think that's gonna be a fair fight (laughs) it's
1: not I don't care. <laughs> One
0: of them has powers. Yeah. And one's a dummy.
1: <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> that was just the first thing that popped into my mind. I was like, I'm going yeah. with it. <laughs> nice. I like that character.
0: Nice. Mine is uh, Caliban slash Prospero versus Kijiji as he tries to sell all that stuff out of his room. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he seems One... more like a Facebook marketplace kind of guy. <laughs> oh, he is
0: too, isn't he? Oh, he'd be the worst. Oh, so he'd just be shooting people down in the comments too. He's like, five <laughs> <Yeah. "5> million. Yeah. <laughs> This, this pinball machine has the power to take down cities. <laughs> yeah. You're like, dude, it's a space themed pinball machine. Like, calm calm down, Karen. <laughs> right. He's like, don't <laughs> call, call me that. Karen. I'm blocking you. Blocking you on Facebook.
1: <laughs> and that is exactly how his conversations would go.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right. Are you ready? Are you ready for the next episode? I am ready. Next episode is called Lumberjacks. <laughs> and synopsis reads, a gambler plans to sabotage a lumberjack contest.
1: <laughs> Sounds exciting sharpen your axes yeah (laughs) get those plaid shirts on
0: (laughs) oh yeah i've got so many of those
1: actually so do i
0: (laughs) (laughs) a proud part of our heritage it really is yep (laughs) all right well until we meet again fellow hobos, hop on that train and i'll see you at the next stop and so will katie i don't know why i said i there
1: katie you'll you'll be there too
0: right you'll be there too
1: (laughs) i hope so i'm gonna do my best cool (laughs) i'm gonna queue up the train
0: it's playing jaunty piano music on it. no. You can hear the train coming.
1: I'll just get in the car. do
0: do 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 do
1: No? It's terrifying.
0: Yep. I'm just having
1: flashbacks right now.
0: Okay. Deep breaths. Deep breaths. We'll both be on that train. We'll both see you at the next stop. I've been Stefan.
1: I think I've been Katie.
0: Okay. See you next time. Bye. Bye.